Praise God one more time. He is still a friend of yours and uh, praise God in the highest. Praise him in a dance. Praise him as if it was your last chance. Because we never know it may be. No man knows the hour nor the day the Lord may come. No man knows exactly when. The Lord is will crack the sky once again. So perhaps this could be your last time. So you definitely want to give God the praise. You definitely want to give God the honor and the glory and what is due to his name. God bless you and keep you. Listen, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, I know I would not have made it. If it had not been for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, I know I would have fainted a long time ago. But thank God it wasn't. Thank God we didn't faint. Thank God he showed up on our behalf showed up and showed himself strong it was some times out there that you thought you could not make it some times out there you thought that you might have thrown in a towel somebody feels like throwing in a towel right now you better get into the word <laughs> glory to god you better get into the word and give god the glory that due to his name and so he you can endure hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ because there's no joy in giving up the flesh the flesh wants you to give up glory to god but there's no joy in giving up. There's no joy in throwing in a towel. The, the, the flesh likes it though. Because the flesh doesn't want to work. The flesh wants to be challenged. The, the flesh don't want to be challenged. The flesh wants everything to come easy. The flesh wants everything to be comfortable. Hallelujah. But in this uh, race that we have. In this thing that we have here. Listen. Everything doesn't come easy. Things just don't come comfortable. Things sometimes come, uh, glory to God, when you, we uh, least expect it. Things become hard. Things get a little tricky. So, And that's what will lead me into what I want to talk about today. Now, we're finishing. This is part 12 now of the series. We're speaking on the Holy Ghost and how you need the Holy Ghost. Yes, you do. Your faith is being tried and you need the Holy Spirit of God. Your faith is being tested and you need the Holy Spirit of God. Your faith is being on trial right now and you need the Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Don't let nobody fool you. But you need him. You need the Lord in these hard and trying times. You need a backup. You need a rebel shot, one that steers you, directs you into perfect peace. You need that one who, glory to God, will that will rule and calm your storm on the inside of you. And that one is Jesus. Hallelujah. He's not um, the one that you um, call on before and he didn't come through for you. Nope. He's not the one who... Who tells you um, he doesn't know anything about your situation. No, he's the one who knows everything about you. And he's the one who knows how to get you through. And I'm just crazy enough to believe that that's what he's going to do again. He's did it before. And I do believe that he'll do it again. I do believe that he's a God of the encore. That means that he'll do exactly what he's done before. Hallelujah. When he delivered you out of persecution. He delivered you out of oppression. He delivered you out of your circumstances and i do believe that he's able and will do that again glory to god he's not the god he's not a one-hit wonder 
No, this God you're serving, amen, he comes back and he comes back and he comes back. And he keeps on doing great things for you and I. Um, go with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 2. This is um, what we want to talk about. And what we're getting into is another gift of the Spirit of God, another gift of the gift of the Holy Ghost. Because in what we're doing is we're showing you now that how the Holy Ghost and the benefits of the Holy Ghost. And so if somebody tells you that you don't need the Holy Ghost, here's what they're trying to tell you don't need. Because I want to get into a specific um, one of the um, gifts of the Holy Ghost is a gift. Of faith. Now, there are there is saving faith out there, no doubt. And saving faith, everyone, every Christian has saving faith. But the gift of faith is different. Hallelujah. Go in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. I'm gonna start reading at verse 8. I want to show you something. It is for by grace are you been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. First of all, what you're boasting about. Everyone's saved the same way. And everyone's going to stay saved the same way. <laughs> it is by grace are you saved through faith. Saving faith is what saved you. But when we start talking about the gift of faith, that's not to be confused with saving faith. All Christians have been have saving faith, according to what I just read, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. But not all receive the special gift of faith. <laughs> the word of faith in the New Testament is, it carries the notion of confidence. Saving, uh, this gift of faith has certainty, trust, assurance in the object of faith. The gift of faith is rooted in one's saving faith in Christ and a trust that comes through a close relationship with the Savior. Those with the gift have a trust and a confidence in God that allows them to live bodily for Him and manifest the faith in mighty ways. In the Bible, the gift of faith is often accompanied by great works of faith. Go, go, me, go me real quick the book of Acts, chapter 3. And let me show you uh, some faith. Because you got to have faith to manifest certain miracles. Yes, you do. And this faith is a gift that is given by the Holy Ghost. And in order oftentimes to manifest this type of faith, you're going to have to have a close relationship with God. Not a Sunday relationship with God. Not a part-time relationship with God. But you're going to have to be a, a, a one that seeks God constantly. Always seeking God. Always seeking Him. Stand in His Word. Look, look, look what Acts chapter 3 and verse 1 says. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple to hour, at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the, of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered to the temple. This is a man, man that was paralyzed from his mother's womb. And he, he was at the gate called Beautiful. He was at this gate every day looking for a handout. Now, what can cause you to be asking for a handout every day? Because the Bible says, I never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed beg for bread. But what can have you looking at asking for handouts? Well, it's when you become paralyzed in your faith. 
paralyzed in trying to do something better with yourself, paralyzed in a tip of, and not just, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about natural paralyzed, people naturally being paralyzed, but I'm talking about people who have been spiritually paralyzed. You know you can be spiritually paralyzed, you know you can be, have God in your life and be saved and still not have faith to carry on in everyday life. This young man, though, here, though, he was paralyzed naturally from his mother's womb. Now, let's see what happened. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. Now, here's Peter. Let's see what Peter is getting ready to do. And Peter said, silver and gold, I do not have. I don't got none of that, my man. But what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. And walk. That's what Peter said to this man that's been paralyzed from his birth. Peter has what you call the gift of faith. But not only that, he has the gift of healing and the gift of miracles. And this has been given to Peter by the Holy Ghost. So to say that some today, if you don't need the Holy Ghost... You're saying you don't have the gift of faith, the gift of miracles, the gift of healing. Because the order for those gifts to be manifested, they got to be manifested through the Holy Ghost. And that's why you don't see these type of gifts being displayed in the church today because somebody said they don't need the Holy Ghost. Your preacher said, the Holy Ghost is not for today. But other churches are seeing these gifts of miracles. And the, and the pastor out there or the man of God out there or somebody out there who have said falsely that the Holy Ghost is not for the day is the one who is stopping you from receiving miracles in your life. You can't rise up and walk and get out of your situation because somebody don't told you that miracles is not for you today. Faith is not for you today, the gift of faith. And then, because you see other churches being uh, displaying this type of miracles and displaying this type of healing, you, then those preachers who said the Holy Ghost is not for you, they start hating on them. Now they're hating on them. Because they are displaying the gift of miracles in their life. And they start hating on them, saying that it's false and blah, blah, blah. No, it ain't false. You just don't believe. Because this type of action can only be done through belief and through faith. The gift of faith. Let us go deep in what's getting ready to happen. He said, Peter, look at us. So he gave them in his attendance, attention, expecting to receive something from them. Watch this. And Peter says, sit and go. I do not have. But what I do have, I give you what he got. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise some more. What does he have, though? What does Peter have? He got the gift of faith. What does Peter have? He got the gift of the Holy Ghost. He got power. He got miracles. He got healing on him. On the inside of him. Watch what happens. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Watch this. He So he leaping up, stood and walked and entered to the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. When you have the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, and when you come in contact with a man of God who has the power of the Holy Ghost in his life, it changes your life. You cannot be changed without the Holy Ghost. Your life cannot be altered. When you have the gift, when you have the power of the Holy Ghost, it can alter and change your life. 
And things that you couldn't do before, now you can do, all because of the power of the Holy Ghost. But if you don't believe it's out there, if you don't believe it's for you, then all you'll be doing is going to church Sunday after Sunday and getting more yokes and yokes and yokes on your neck. But when the power of God is in your life, the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Hallelujah. We see this gift in action when Peter sees a lame man at the beautiful gate and he calls on him to stand up and walk in the name of Jesus. Jesus said even a small amount of this faith could move mountains. Go with me to Matthew chapter 17. And just a small amount of this type of gift of faith can move mountains. Are you ready to move mountains? Are you ready to move mountains? There's a cute little song out there saying, Lord, you ain't got to uh, remove a mountain to give me the strength to climb. Why do that when God said you can remove it out? <laughs> because you start climbing up something that you ain't supposed to climb up. You're going to find yourself getting in more trouble than you did before you started doing what you was doing. Jesus said you got to speak to this mountain until it be removed. You can't climb up it. <laughs> cute song, though. But it's a lot of things that be doing is cute. That's not of God. Watch this. Matthew, Matthew 17, watch verse 20. It says this. And so Jesus said to them, well, hold, go me to verse 17. Go, but this is Matthew chapter 17. I'm going to start reading at the 17th verse. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to here to me. Now watch this. And Jesus rebuked the devil, rebuked the demon, and came, and, he, and the devil came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Now, here's a child that was possessed with a demon. Jesus cured the son. Jesus cured the man's son. The demon came out of the young man. And watch what happened. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately, privately, said, Why could not we cast him out? Now, watch this now. The disciples first attempted to cast this demon out of his child, but couldn't do it. <laughs> they couldn't do it. They ought to tell you something today also. There are a lot of people who are attempting to do a lot of things, but they can't do it. Why? Because they don't have that kind of power yet. I'm going to say yet. I ain't going to say they ain't never will. I'm going to say yet. Because they may hear this message one day too. And they may decide, you know what? I made a mistake. The Holy Ghost is for the day. But let me, um, let, let, me let us go deeper. And Jesus, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For surely, because of your unbelief. See, unbelief stops miracles. Unbelief stops growth. Unbelief stops healing. Unbelief stops the, the miracles and the wonders of God. You got to believe this thing in order for it to happen. Because while, while faith is impossible to please God, for he that comes to God must believe that he is. And they say, well, reward of them that diligently seek him. What is going to reward you with? Well, you got eternal life coming. You got gifts of the Holy Ghost coming. You got favor coming. You got redemption coming. You got forgiveness coming. Rebo Shekaraba propitiation. Manifestation. Restoration. You got all kinds of things coming to you in the name of Jesus Christ and that. But you got to believe. And, but if you don't believe, how can these things be manifested in your life? Let us go deeper. What is he getting ready to say here? And he said to you, if you have a faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here and, and watch what he says to them now. I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, a small portion of this faith, he says, you can be able to say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move and nothing 
will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go up but by prayer and fasting. How did this faith happen? How do things happen? Some things don't happen other than through prayer and fasting. That's what that's what the areas of life this year. I'm gonna be I want you to get with me. We're gonna do this thing together. We're gonna pray and fast more in 20 and 21. But watch this. Oh, not only that, you're gonna get this Holy Ghost I'm talking about. He says this: if you can believe, if you got the faith of the grain of a mustard seed, you can be able to say some things to this mountain and tell it to be removed, and it's gonna be done for you because of your faith. And he says, nothing shall be impossible for you. There's nothing impossible for you. There's nothing you can't do when you have the faith and the gift of faith. The Holy Spirit distributes um, this gift to some in a church to encourage and build up the church in her confidence in God. God gives this special gift of faith to build up the confidence in the church. Hallelujah. And to build it up and encourage it in the confidence in God. Those with the gift of faith trust that God is sovereign and he is good. They take him at his word and put the full weight of their lives in his hands. They expect God to move and are not surprised when he answers a prayer or performs a miracle. Go me to Hebrews chapter 11. Listen. When people have the gift of faith, they're not, they're not, they're not um, shocked if God heals a man's blinded eyes. They expect that. They're not shocked if God gives somebody a house, a car that, that they probably shouldn't be driving in. They ain't shocked when God gives somebody some favor and a job or a heal of a certain disease that the doctors say is fatal. They ain't shocked when that goes down. That's what they expect to go down because they had to give faith. And nothing shall be impossible to that person that has this gift of faith. Nothing. Shall be impossible to you. You got to remind yourself. Nothing is impossible to me. Because I have the gift of faith. Do you have the gift of faith? Do you want the gift of faith? Do you believe God to move. In areas that you not have not seen before. Are you ready to do what you have never done before in your life? You've never been a college graduate. You, re you ready to do it? You ready to do some things that you've never done before? Huh? You ready to... You ready to Watch God use you in a mighty way. You've been watching other folks be used of God. You've been actually watching other folks be d delivered from diseases and different things. And you've been asking yourself, Lord, when is it my time? You've been, you've been seeing other folks be get married and different things. You've been seeing other folks uh, on TV ministering and, and, and different things going on in their lives. You've saying, God, when is it going to be me? And you've been watching other folks get blessed and blessed and, and, and they're faithful. Even if they're preaching something they shouldn't be preaching, they're still faithful. <laughs> they're faithful in their foolishness. They're faithful in their error of ways, but faithful. Being faithful and consistent has weight on it. Hallelujah. And then, listen, when you got the gift of faith, because some of you do believe God and some of you do have the gift of faith, but you're not consistent. A consistent prayer life and a consistent fasting life will manifest a gift of faith in your life so you can see miracles. You're going to be able to say to mountains, move, and they're going to move for you simply because nothing shall be impossible unto you when you have this gift of faith. Can I go deeper into this thing? Watch what it says here. Now, this is Hebrews 11. These are our examples now of men and women in the Bible whom had this type faith. Because they've seen God move in areas and in ways that nobody else in history has seen God do. 
And the only reason they were in these situations is because they had that tight faith. Sometimes we cannot get in those type situations because we don't have that type of faith. So God can't use us in that type area. Watch what Hebrews 11 and 1 says. It says, now by faith. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You have not seen yet what God has wants for you and done for you. And it's going to do for you. You ain't seen it yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. That's why I tell people you ain't seen nothing yet. I know God blessed you last year, but you ain't seen nothing yet. I know you got a house, but you ain't seen nothing yet. I know you got the car, but you ain't seen nothing yet. God is getting ready to do some things. A rebusha that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. And have neither entered into your heart the things that God had prepared for them that love him. Watch what happened here. It said, by the elder, by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. That means that the world that you see right now is in existence all because God spoke it into existence. And that's why he's telling you, if you can say to this mountain, be thou removed, it shall be done for you because he spoke it. God spoke it by faith. And he wants you to speak it by faith also. You're going to get out of life what you say. You can only get out of life what you speak, what you say. Through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen or are not made of things which do appear. What, we, what appears right now was not made by something that was already here. It was spoken into existence. Hallelujah. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous and God testified his gifts. By, by it being dead, yet speaketh. Let's go deep into somebody else that, that had this type of faith. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. He was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. The man Enoch was translated, went to heaven, didn't have to die. Simply because he had the faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. You want to please God? Get some faith in him. You want to please God? Get some faith in his word. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he has rewarded them that diligently seek him. Don't you know you got to diligently seek God? You got to keep doing it? By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not yet seen yet, moved with fear, and prepared an ark for the saving of his house, by which he can condemn the world and became heir of the righteous, which is by faith. Let's go. I'm just reading some scriptures. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place where he, he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and went out not knowing where he went. He didn't know he was going, but he did it by faith. Some of you right now are scared to move because you don't have all the details. You don't have all the plan. You don't have all the details. And you're scared to move. You're saying, God, I know you're pulling me to another living in another state. But it's a COVID out there. I don't know all the details. Should I do it? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And God said, you got to do it by faith, baby. If you heard God say, move, move. You may not have all the details yet, but move. Start looking at uh, houses. Start looking at apartments. Start looking at some things that you need to do. And do it this year, I heard the Lord saying. Do it this year. Some, some of your uh, God is calling you to move elsewhere. Do it this year. Do it by faith. Hallelujah. 
Also, also them. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs which, with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah also herself received strength and conceived seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Listen, glory to God. Sarah had was past the childbearing age, but she received a child by faith. Some of you are past the age where people normally go to college, but you're going to receive a degree by faith. Some of you are past the age to really start a business, but you're going to do it by faith. Some of you are past the age to start a ministry, but you're going to do it by faith. Some of you are past the age to do a lot of things in your life right now, but you're going to do it by faith. Therefore, you, there sprang there even of one in him as a good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky and the multitude, as the sandwiches by the seashore innumerable. That means that Abraham himself was past age. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth. The Old Testament saints, they didn't have the cross of Christ yet, but they looked forward to it. So they were saved by looking forward to the cross. And we are saved by looking back at the cross. So we all got to look for that same cross. Which is the blood of Jesus Christ. And we do it by faith. For they say such things to declare plainly they seek a country. Did you know that you are strangers and pilgrims in the earth? And that one day you'll be reunited with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Holy Ghost has sealed you into the day of redemption. Until he comes to, to the back to the sky to take out from the earth the purchased possession that he purchased with his own blood. Hallelujah. They, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have an opportunity to have to return. Watch this. By now, they desire a better country that is in heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called that God, for he has prepared them for them a city. Now, watch this. Now, this is verse, chapter 11, Hebrews 11, verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, Offer of Isaac, and that he had received the promises, offer up his only begotten son, and when it was said that in Isaac shall I see be called. According that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him a figure. That means that when Abraham was tested to offer up his son, he did it without hesitation. Only because he had the gift of faith, that type of faith that you need to believe God for anything. Only if God is speaking to you, not if you're speaking to yourself. Not if you're influenced by the world and not if you're influenced by Satan. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. How can you tell why I'm influenced by God? Get into his word. Spend time with him. When you start spending time with somebody, you know that what they're going to say next. You know what they're going to say in certain situations. You know what they're going to do in certain situations. You know when they're mad. You know when they're sad. You know when they're happy. You know everything about them pretty much because you don't spend some time with them. Spend some time with God. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph in worship, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the pardon of children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Uh, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw that he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he comes come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 
choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to endure the pleasures of sins for a season. Let me explain that. When Moses could have just stayed in the palace living with the Egyptians because he was considered the son of Pharaoh's daughter and he was a prince and all he had to do was just stay in the palace and just receive the riches, the women, the money, everything that you can think of was at his fingertips. But he decided by faith, I don't need all this. I don't need the riches of the world. I need the riches that come from God. And so he decided not to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. The only way you can do that is by faith. Because what would a man give in exchange for his soul? A lot of people right now, a lot of people right now have sold their souls for riches of the world. But it's coming a day. <laughs> well, riches can't help you. And that is the day that every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Can we go deeper? He says, esteeming the reproaches of Christ greater riches than the treasures in heaven and treasures in Egypt. Excuse me. For he had respect unto the recompense of reward. Now watch this. Now this is Hebrews 11 and 26. Moses knew that there was a better reward for him. He knew there was something greater than riches here. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Are you going to endure as seeing him that is invisible? Or are you going to go off what you see right now with your natural eyes? Then you're going to have to have the gift of faith to do this. Through faith, he kept the Passover, the sprinkling of blood. Lest that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea. As by dry land, which is the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. Then when they went to the Red Sea, they were trapped in the Red Sea. Uh-huh. And they were also fair up in his army was behind the people of Israel, Moses. And God opened up the Red Sea and they walked through on dry ground. How can that happen? By the power of God. How can you cross that Red Sea? On dry, by faith. By faith lets you see miracles and faith has you be delivered by miracles and that's going to come a point in your life that you're going to need miracles to get you out of some things you're going to need the holy ghost hallelujah by faith the harlot rahab perish not with them that believe not there was a harlot a harlot is a hooker a harlot is a woman that receives sex for money but no matter what her profession is she still had faith <laughs> It's so interesting that a harlot in the street can have more faith than people in the church. I found out that often sometimes a harlot in the street can have more faith than folks in the church. About faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what should I more say? For the time would fail me. The tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, whom through faith, the gift of faith, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed violent in fight, turned to the fight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead, raised to life again, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others had trials of cruel mocking and scourging, and yea, moreover, bonds of imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, 
were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins and being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. All these, all having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promises. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Lord have mercy. That's a mouthful right there. What God is saying this, those people in the Bible, in the Old Testament, with a whole lot of stuff. And they were able to endure it by faith. God is telling us in the New Testament right now that that same gift of faith can be given to us by the Holy Ghost. But you got to believe them. See, when you have the Holy Ghost, you're not worried about what folks say about you. You're not worried about what somebody on Facebook said about you. You're not worried about what somebody on in the church saying about you. You don't care nothing about that foolishness. You don't care nothing about no haters. <laughs> haters ain't even worth some time when you have the gift of faith. Because you got places to go. You got people to see. You got new people to meet. You got new opportunities. You got new ministries. You got things you got to do for the kingdom of God. You ain't got time for the foolishness. In 2021, you ain't got time for the foolishness. But in 2021, you're going to have to receive the Holy Ghost with power. In Jesus' name. If it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.